time. I'm going to feel better. So time heals all wounds. Time Fuck heals. off. Right. <laughs> but it's so goddamn true. It's trying to bet, yeah? Hello. Hello. We got a splasher over here. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of Just One. Tonight we're drinking just one right beside her. And that literally sounds like a little play on words, like right beside her. And I was like, when I read it out loud to myself in the store, I'm like, that's kind of cute. And then I read the back of the can. Chicago's original, boy meets girl, boy makes cider to woo girl. Now he's right beside her. <laughs> that's so cute. So cute. It says, what started as a romantic gesture grew into Chicago's original cidery owned and operated by a local husband and wife team. Small business, small batches, and a ton of love sent your way with every sip. I'm obsessed. So cute. Wait, after we cheers, I have something similar to this. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's delicious. Ooh, that's like, that's such a light cider. That is delicious. Ooh, that's so good. Oh, okay, so we got the rosé hard apple cider. Um, Which is so fitting. It's been my summer of rosé. Exactly. That's why I got it. I figured that you would like this one. It's delicious. The can is so cute, as always. Hibiscus. Okay, wait. So there was a cider we liked in college, one of the bars uh carried it on tap for a while and it was called first crush and on the they carried it on tap but we tried it at a brewery and on its sign it had like a little saying and i don't know exactly what it said but it said something like at the end it was like and you'll never forget your first crush and it was just so cute that is so cute so that kind of reminds me of that so cute cider i got a pack of these we might have just two mm-hmm. <laughs> we sure might sister delicious ah. okay Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. It's been a little bit, I guess. It does feel like that. It does sometimes. Especially after we record with a guest, we haven't gotten to sit down with each other in like two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, dude, this weekend, I got to meet one of our favorite influencers, Tinks. They say not to meet your idols. What'd you think? Loved. She was just so sweet. It was so quick, but she was just so, you could just tell she was grateful. And I feel like she wishes she could just talk to everyone for so long, you know, but it's like, you can't. I love she that. can't. There's so many people there and girls waiting to talk with her. Ugh. Talk with her. Was there a long line? Awesome. It was a decent line, but they get people moving. They're moving like, and put down your bag, take a picture, get your book. And so I'm super excited to read her book. And it was just cool to get a pic with her and yeah. see her in the flesh. I love that. You had a big weekend of like events. Events, yeah. I went to a wedding shower, hung out with my mom, hung out with friends in the in between of it all. We went to a concert on Friday night. Went to a concert. How could I forget? Two friends. Ah! Big Booty Land. They dropped their new big booty. It was a good one. Volume 23. I was a 21 diehard when I work out, but 23 is going to be up there. It was good. I'm telling you, 12, the OG. It was good. That one's good. I never realized. I've never listened. I went deep, deep back. Okay, wait. I didn't realize that the year of the big booty was like the year of the year. Like how this was 23 dropped in 2023. Oh. Right? Because I thought sometimes they drop two in one year. Has it always aligned that way? I don't know. We're going to have to look back and see like when 20 and 21 came out. Yeah, they're definitely missing some years in between. Because they only have Bootyland once a a year, right? Right. So Bootyland, (laughs) this sounds crazy. (laughs) So Bootyland, it's when they actually have sort of like a festival. So there was like four or five DJs ahead of them. 
it wasn't like big by any means. And it was o- still only three hours long. But there was other DJs there where as when they just have concerts, it's just them and maybe one other artist that they've collabed with. Right. So it was good. It was really fun. It was super fun. Good. There's hella people. I didn't know everyone loves Two Friends and Big Booty so much. Yeah. And it also was the same night as the first night of the Taylor Swift concert. So that area downtown was just bananas. Bananas. There's people going around blasting T-Swizzy everywhere. Yeah. Our ride to Two Friends was Taylor Swift like songs. Yeah, well, we were singing. Which I thoroughly first. enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was singing. Don't you worry. It was a lot of fun. That was a good Friday summer night. Yeah. That was a great night. First concert of the summer. There is nothing better than live music. Exactly. Yeah, yeah super fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have kind of a a fun, I wouldn't say fun, but it's a it's a good topic to talk about. I've been excited to talk about this, so we're just going to dive in today. Yeah, absolutely. Toxic positivity. <laughs> we had a friend bring this topic to our attention a couple weeks ago and just kind of talk about it a little bit, and then we discussed it. She was like, this would be a great thing for you guys to talk about. So we did our research, did our diligence, and we want to talk to you guys about it. Absolutely. So I'll start with the textbook definition. Let us know. Okay. It says, the overgeneralization of a joyful or happy state to an experience that is inherently painful. And then it goes on to say, it's basically the pressure to feel and display only positive emotions, suppressing any negative emotions, feelings, reactions, or experiences. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I feel like we should start. We um, did our separate researches here, so I feel like we might have some different thoughts on this. But what came to my head right away was literally the most simple form of it, which I feel like is when you're feeling down or just having a bad day. And I I just automatically think of like a work call. I can think of times I've just been having down in the dump days and join a work call and someone right away is like, how are you? Even though that's what we all say. And you just say, good, or... I'm doing all right or whatever. And you just want to be like, I'm fucking awful. I'm mm-hmm. honestly having one of the worst days ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, I'm probably going to hang up and cry right now. But you just say, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And it's like that. And you're just trying to convince yourself and the other person on the phone that you are just living, surviving. Do you think that right. you would say otherwise? I mean, when I actually was like not all right, I'd just be like, I'm all right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when other people do say that to me, I'm like, all right. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, I notice when other people do that because if you aren't doing well, why would you? Right. You would probably say, I don't know. I like to think that when I'm doing great, I'm like, I'm doing great today, honestly. Like, I make a point to do that. I think it's nice to think that when people ask, how are you? They mean it genuinely. And so they want a genuine answer. Right. Like, I don't, I don't want to think of that as just kind of a formality. Like, oh, hey, how are you? It's like, no, how are you? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Right. And that's like when you're sad and someone's like, how are you actually? You're just mm-hmm. like, I'm not well. Start actually. sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when you're on the brink and someone's like, are you okay? Yeah. And you're like, I will literally start crying right now. Right. <laughs> I got on the edge of tears. Yeah. But that's it. So this is literally kind of the, that's like the tip of the iceberg of this type of conversation is when somebody asks you how you are and you just knee jerk say good and mm-hmm. you're not. Right. And then that's, you're pushing it down. Granted, you might not want to, you know, open up to everybody that asks you how you're doing, but being in touch with the fact that you are not being honest in that moment is good. That's the important part. Yeah. Right. Interesting. I didn't think about it on like such a high scale, but that can happen all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the things that I read is it's like the, this positivity becomes toxic when you suppress all other emotions and force optimism. Yeah. Oh, you think force is like the key word? Uh-huh. Interesting. 
So that is, it's like when you're like, oh, I'm having a bad day or whatever. And someone's like, well, tomorrow will be better. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, today's just not good, though. Yeah, but today is not good. Right. Right. So like don't diminish what's happening currently because things might be different later on. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, so we did we did do research. This is not we're not like pulling <laughs> this just so you guys know. Um, but there was this like set from a, a licensed therapist and it was basically like a set of things that he would would never say to clients, but he likes for himself, which I think is interesting because he pointed out that all of our brains do work differently. Mm. So the way that I may perceive feedback or comfort is different than the way Micah may perceive it. So it's really important, one, to know your audience. And if you don't know your audience, then play it safe. Mm -hmm. You know, like don't force your way of thinking or your level of comfort on somebody else when they're the one going through it. So the phrase is, okay, I want to like read them to you and then tell me what you think of that. And then I'll tell you like what he said about them. Okay, I like that. Okay. So one of the the first one was everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. So if you're going through it, you're in kind of a hard emotional turmoil and somebody says everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. How do you, how does that resonate with you? It depends on the situation, I guess, of what I'm sad about. Mm-hmm. You know, when like someone says that this is dark, but if you like someone dies mm-hmm. and people are like everything happens for a reason, it's like that's like not the time to say that. Right. But I mean, if you get caught in the rain or something and maybe you hide under something and you meet someone, if you're both hiding under the same covering and you met that person, they brought you like a little bit of joy that day, like things like that. I'm like, huh, maybe that is why you got caught in the rain that day. Mm -hmm. I like to think of it in those ways. Yeah, that's, you literally covered both of the reasons. So that's, that's really funny. So the first thing he says is that can be very invalidating to people who are feeling upset. And it just is like letting them not own their feelings without focusing on the greater version of why why is this happening what you know what is going to come from this like you're allowed to just be upset in the moment Mm. but on the flip side it can also be comforting for those who find solitude in the belief that things don't happen at random Mm. so if you are a person speaking for myself I'm one that I find a lot of comfort in thinking that one thing is leading to another yeah that things are all connected it gives me like a greater sense of purpose absolutely so that everything happens for a reason does bring me comfort but depending on the time right because if somebody says that somebody said that to me when I was grieving a loss in my like late teens and I wanted to bang your head against a wall literally punch him in the face right (laughs) so you know it's but it's like depends on how you view it Mm mm-hmm absolutely okay number two tell me it could be worse or some people have it worse. Hmm. You're complaining about something and someone's like, well, it could be worse. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like it in some ways. If I think about things like you burnt your food, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it could be worse. I could not live a block away from a subway and be able just to go pick something up. Mm-hmm. But if someone's like sick at the hospital, I'm not trying to have someone else be like, well, someone else has a dad, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to have my own moment right now. Yeah. And that's, Those are my two. That's the thing is like broad scale, like even even very minor inconveniences, you're allowed to be upset about them if that's what's upsetting you today. Exactly. You know, so it doesn't matter at the scale of the inconvenience. Um, 
but that's again you're like hitting them spot on why do i feel like i say these to like i say these though to people you know but i feel like it depends on the situation i think i'm pretty aware like i feel like i think of things like when you got your catalyst converter stolen or whatever it's like i feel like i say things like it could be worse it could have been your whole car or something yeah which like it's fine because that's a minor inconvenience but someone else has it worse i don't like that as much you don't like to think of like i feel like that diminishes someone else's reason period Mm -hmm. it's like and that's what it says. Yeah, I think that that's the thing. And especially, and you said that to me knowing that I wasn't upset about that. Had I called you crying yeah. about my car, I would never. I don't do. think that's how you would have responded to me. But I was kind of making a joke because I recognize the privilege in that I am willing and able to get it towed, get it fixed. That was a minor inconvenience in my day because I was, yeah. had the resources to fix it. Very true. For someone else, that could have been catastrophic. Yeah. We would have handled it differently. For sure. So I think that reading the room reading the room always you should always read the room be self-aware people (laughs) (laughs) okay so they say in this it can be dismissive of current situations and pain feelings are can be made to be invalid just because someone somewhere in the world may be in a worse off situation on the flip side it can serve as a reminder that this problem is or may be insignificant in the greater picture can allow someone to shift their focus to the good things Hmm. there you go so i think it's just whatever applies right so these aren't necessarily, if you find yourself routinely saying these things, they're not necessarily bad, yeah. but just be aware of how they may be being perceived depending on how that person really is feeling. Right. Okay, number it's like it could have also been stuck in the rain or something. Exactly. Like, it like, you know, it's like, oh, it could have been a little bit worse. Right. One of, actually, one of the- Keep bringing up rain. I fucking hate rain if it's not obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, an example of this. When I got into my jet ski accident that I talked about a few episodes ago, there was one time, and this was- probably three or four weeks after my accident, I was just really struggling to to get better. There was a lot of obstacles. I was having other, you know, other health problems. And somebody said to me, well, it could be worse. And I'm like, yeah, it could. He's like, well, you survived. I'm like, yeah, and I'm very, very grateful. But that does For not sure. mean that I don't get to pout and kick and scream about what I am dealing with. Right. I understand that there is people that have it way worse than me. Mm-hmm. Health-wise, life-wise, I understand that. But I, this is my life, and right now it's a little bit fucking shitty. Right. So I'm going to cry about it. I'm going through a hard fucking time, dude. Right. Middle finger to you. Right. Other people's, like, their comparison is the thief of joy. It also just can literally be the thief of any other emotion that you're feeling. If you compare yeah. yourself to other people, like, you are having your own experience. Mm-hmm. Let that be that. I like that. Good. Comparison of every other emotion. <laughs> I know. Let's not do it. We're not thieving people's emotions here, people. Okay, number three. Tell me. What lesson are you learning slash what did this teach you? Somebody says that. You're going through whatever it may be. And like, well, what'd you learn from that? <gasps> Ooh, why do I feel like I might do that sometimes? Sue, so maybe you like these. Maybe you're the, you are the flip side of this where like these are actually comforting to you. And some of them are for me too. Right. Okay, but I don't know. Sometimes you have to be further out of it to be able to say what you did learn because I feel like when you're just in it and you're like, I feel like I'm never going to get through this or whatever, when that's your mindset, you're like, oh, I haven't learned anything. Mm -hmm. But then you look back and you're like, wow, that taught me patience. That taught me what I don't want. That taught me what I do want. But that's, you're thinking of this from like a bird's eye view after you've gone through it. Think of yourself in it. Is this something you'd want to hear? Say it again. What are you learning? What What did this teach you? Oh, I'd be mad. Oh, I'd be mad. <laughs> Did you tell me what I'm learning? Right, right. Oh, that's what it says. You're good, my God. It <laughs> says that that statement lacks empathy and can be condescending. Most times there is not an answer available, so why ask the question? Wow. But on the flip side, 
It can also lead to thinking, is there a way that I can grow in the midst of a shitstorm? I like that. I like that. So it just, and maybe these are good tips of like how you can, you yourself can shift your thinking. Yeah. Okay, I have two more. Number four, this one cracks me up kind of because it's so like corny. Good vibes only. Okay, I saw that when I was looking stuff up too, but you know, (laughs) no, if you're in the dumps and someone says, but good vibes only, no. 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 Bad vibes only. You know, and sometimes it's like you're even just not having a good day and we're like, well, let's have a good day though. It's like, you know what? But I'm not right now. Right. But sometimes you just need to sit in it by yourself and process and be like, all right, deep breath. Let's move forward. Or at least try to pinpoint what it is. Yeah. Because I feel like good vibes only, you're not going to tell that to someone who's like going through, no. you know, really going through it. That's no. just someone who's just having an off day. Yeah. If they are not, I was, another example. You spill your coffee on your shirt. Exactly. But good vibes only. Like, no, I'm pissed now. My day <laughs> my shirt's ruined. is ruined. Mm-hmm. I'll do better tomorrow. It's going to be fine. Yes. But I'm a little bit peeved right now. Let mm-hmm. me be. Mm-hmm. So that says it minimizes anything else that anyone else in the room may be feeling. But it also can be comforting as a lighthearted sentiment because people do generally find that kind of comforting. Sure. Well, good vibes. Like I'm bringing, you know, the good attitude, sunshine. But you never know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number five, you'll get over it. Mm, that's tough that sounds like what your evil stepmom would say (laughs) (laughs) when you say i don't want to sweep the floor well y'all got over it okay cinderella (laughs) (laughs) why then people don't say that i have not heard that term forever y'all get over it. no that would be crazy like that just sounds seriously something so snobby and disrespectful so that's what it says it does absolutely nothing for how that person feels right now and offers no support. (laughs) But on the flip side, there's always a flip side. It says it can lead to a little reminder that this too shall pass. And even though you feel awful now, this cannot and will not last forever. Hmm. Which I do feel like sometimes people, when they're really going through it, need that little reminder that even though you would feel so terrible that you cannot imagine never feeling this bad. Right. You will feel better. Oh my gosh. And people, when you're just not feeling well, everyone is always like, you'll get better with time. You'll get better with time. It's like, I get it, but it's not right now. Right. And this isn't the time. I'm going to feel better. So time heals all wounds. Time Fuck off. Right. <laughs> but it's so goddamn true. It's so true. Because oh, I mean, seriously, you could be having bad day after bad day after bad day, but you know what? Your bad day today probably wasn't as bad as yesterday because you know what? The only day was yesterday. <laughs> Okay, that's a, honestly, it sucks when things like that that are so annoying to hear are so true. Yeah. But time really does heal all wounds. Because the thing is, is it that will pass. Like, you just have to keep moving in the right direction. And the thing is, even if you are feeling like you are just stagnant, you are so, I'm picturing, when I'm talking about this, I'm picturing, like, the biggest loss I've ever had when I was just really, like, dragging myself out of bed. Yeah. You know, that type of feeling down. As long as you keep moving, like you're not letting yourself rot in your grief or your depression or your sadness, then you're doing what you need to do. And if you have checkpoints, you have to create checkpoints. You're like, all right, today I made myself coffee. If that's like, mm-hmm. if you were, you know, when you're sitting on the dumpster, like, I don't want to do this. Like, you don't want to keep up with your routine. It's like, okay, today I went outside. I went for a walk. I walked two blocks today. I walked three blocks. Like, you just have to have little checkpoints for yourself. Yeah. If you are ever feeling that down. I think, and when you are. You can't necessarily be upset with people for not supporting you correctly if you don't 
express how you need to be supported. Mm-hmm. Like these things, it's so nice when you have people in your life that just know what to say mm-hmm. or just know what to do. Right. But not everybody knows that. No. Like I'm not going to be mad at you if you say the wrong thing. But if I'm like, hey, in, in the future, I prefer, like I needed this from you. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm coming to bitch about something to you, I'm like, I don't need advice. I need you to listen. Right. And then you will. Mm-hmm. But if 100%. I'm like, okay, what the fuck do I do right now? Then you give your advice. Right. You know, just make sure that you're listening and being very observant of what that person needs. Because we're not talking minor inconveniences. Like this toxic positivity becomes toxic when you genuinely are not allowing someone to feel their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like it's part of the human experience to experience a vast amount of emotions. Yeah. You need the natural balance. You need the highs and the lows. For sure. Actually, Micah loves when I have these freaking analogies, and I literally always have them. Always. She just... (laughs) Even a broke clock, a broken (laughs) clock is right twice a day. (laughs) All right, Shelby Leanne. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. But this one I came across, and it says positivity is like the acceleration pedal, and cynicism is like the brakes. (laughs) It's okay that most of the time your foot is on the gas, but if you never touch the brakes, you're eventually going to slam face first into reality. Oh my gosh, what a good one. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's exactly it. This is wow. not, we're not telling, like talking about like if I'm like, oh I, yeah, I dropped my coffee on the way to work and then I missed the bus. I'm like, like yeah, slap some dirt on it, you're fine. Mm. You know, because that's true. That was a minor inconvenience. My day went on. I'm okay. I was pissed about it. Kind of ruined my mood a little bit, but I will be okay. We're not talking things like that, which also be gracious for people of that too, if that's you know, because you never know. I could have been having the worst week ever. And that's then I your, dropped my coffee. That's your Boy. 13th reason. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Actually. I'm about done here. <laughs> but just like be cautious about like, is this the type of thing that you were like experiencing in your research too? Absolutely. Okay. So I found this one though. This kind of reminded me of what you just did, but it had a few different examples. So it gave of instead of saying or thinking, and it gives examples. It's like, instead of saying, just keep smiling. It says, try thinking it's okay to be upset and even cry. It only makes you more human. Mm-hmm. So like it gives like examples of how to shift your mindset instead. I like that. And I should have said this one while you were talking about the saying, it says it could be worse. Mm-hmm. It's like, try saying, Sometimes we experience bad things. How can I support you? Exactly. You know, it's like asking, how can I help? Mm -hmm. Being there for the person. That's really important. Right. And then this one, I feel like everything happens for a reason. These are like your same kind of things. It just says, (laughs) try thinking, it's okay to feel bad sometimes. It's like flat out. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay to be sad, Mm -hmm. which I do feel like we're pretty good at like saying when someone's sad, we we like to come up with solutions. We're like, try journaling it out. Try talking to someone. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, whatever works for you. Yeah. I think as long as – it's good to offer solutions and try to lend a helping hand any way you know how, but as long as you're doing so without diminishing the level of pain or feeling or emotion that that person is feeling in the moment. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think a lot of of this way of thinking stems from, like, your childhood or how you were raised. Like, did your family allow you to be upset? And actually, this might be a little bit controversial, but we're going to go for it. It's in my research, it said a lot of thing, a lot of this stems from like hyper religious communities and spiritual communities. That's interesting. Because it's taught like in the spiritual community from like they say like you're supposed to meditate and then you manifest and this actually tied into the law of the attraction, which I want to like circle back to in a few um, 
that if you are not manifesting correctly or you're not finding your zen or connecting in your meditation, then you're doing something wrong. If some bad things are happening to you, it's because you were doing something wrong with your thinking. Mm -hmm. And that is so toxic. Yeah. It makes people, it's like, oh, well, I was really sad the other day, so I didn't sit and meditate positively for an hour. It's like, yeah, because you were feeling a different emotion and that is okay. Okay, you want to know what's interesting of you saying that? So I... When I was going through a hard time, I made a notepad for myself and I was like heavily on TikTok then. I felt like I was getting so many positive affirmation TikToks and I made, I still have it. I have it pinned on my notepad app of all these positive affirmations and stuff that just honestly, they helped me personally get through my hard time, which is interesting you say that because I liked like affirming myself that like, if it was as simple as like, everything will be okay, you know? It's like, I feel like I liked hearing that. There's one that's like, I'm in control of my own reality. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like hearing that for myself. It's like, and I am in control. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to feel this type of way today, which maybe I was suppressing my feelings, but it's also like being able to constantly remind yourself mm-hmm. of those things. Yeah. I think that's, it's a really interesting point that you make because I want to make sure that we're iterating that it is great to be positive. Like mm-hmm. positive thinking, the power of positive thinking and just uplifting yourself on a day-to-day basis is great. But there's a line where it becomes toxic. And the toxic part is when you force everything else down so that you ultimately just appear optimistic and happy. But you aren't actually. Right. So it's like if you are going through it, don't pretend that you're not. But if you if you are just good and you just are kind of like having a slow day or, a, a you know, just a tough I don't really know what my mood is today. Mm-hmm. Then a positive affirmation can really bring you back. It just snap you out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like when you're really going through it, like I said, these are, this more applies to when you are actually going through something that is really making you sad. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't have to be that. We don't want to diminish any level of, of sadness. But For positive, sure. yeah, don't sit in the slumps. Right. But like bring yourself out of it, but acknowledge when you're sad and why you're sad and feel it. Feel your way through it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. And just be in touch with yourself. I feel exactly. like that's when people start having problems. It's when you're like, I don't know how I'm feeling today. It's like, you know what? But be real with yourself. How are you feeling? How are yeah. you doing? Vibe check. And I think starting to practice pinpointing why you're feeling that way. Last week, I was texting Micah. I was just feeling so jiggity. Just did not. I literally felt like I was having an out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. Like I was just not feeling like myself. I could not pinpoint what was causing like that level of anxiousness until much later in the day when we sat down and talked about it and I finally pinpointed it and I immediately felt better. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like we it talked just, about for 30 seconds. We're like, all right, mm-hmm. let's yeah, go. Just we got to it. Yeah. So the one of the, they say shift from toxic positivity to validation, which is the examples that you were giving of what you should say instead. And one of the things is to shift from positive thinking to accurate thinking. Hmm. And accurate thinking can still be positive, but it does does not dismiss the reality of the situation. That's deep. <laughs> say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> but seriously, when I read that and I really thought about it, I was like, wow, that's actually it. Yeah. Like think about the situation at hand as it is. And if it's a positive situation, if you want to, if you have a good outlook on it or you should have a good, like good outlook on it, then good. But if there is a negative emotion that is presented with what's in front of you, then feel that too. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I need, see, I should write that in my, <laughs> in my notepad. <laughs> I will write that in my notepad once we're done here. Yeah. I like that a lot. Just being real with yourself. Absolutely. Okay, I want to ask you 
what how do you think that this ties into like manifesting how we always say like manifest positive thinking the law Mm -hmm. of attraction like you know, like what you put out into the world will come back to you. You know what? What do you think about Let that? Let me tell you. Because <laughs> I have experienced it myself. Call me a fucking crazy ass bitch right now. But I only think manifesting works when you are in a clear and positive headspace. Mm-hmm. Like if you are down in the dumps, don't be trying to say, oh, <laughs> I'm going to have the dream job of my life next week. Like not that you should be doing that anyways. But yeah. <laughs> that it's like, don't do that. It's like you need to get to a place where you are good and then you have good energy coming to you. Yeah. That's how I think. Like, you can't manifest when you're down in the dumps. You can't. Exactly. When you can't be clouded and try manifesting. You can't be asking the universe to hook you up when you aren't hooking yourself up first. Yes. Okay, good. I knew that you were going to say something along those lines, which is why I didn't like ask you about this before. But it was like, we always talk about manifesting and putting good things out in the universe and having positive thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are we about to be contradictory? No, because as with everything, the law of attraction, the manifesting, all good things in moderation, mm-hmm. right? Like we can't, can't be do greedy. this 365 days a year because we're not happy and in our best mind state and feeling that level of emotion all year Mm -hmm. 20 you know 24 7 it just doesn't happen right you have to feel the other things too yeah absolutely yeah so I just um I literally said that that like if you are in tune with yourself then you'll know when the right time is to focus on progressing with the good things or just sitting in the bad things and feeling him Mm -hmm. exactly you have to go through it to grow through it period (laughs) (laughs) well we will end on that no honestly that makes me smile okay we're gonna switch it up again for any segment it's little just a rendition of stroll to the bowl it's a bestie questie yes we've did this a few episodes ago okay i'm just gonna fan them out and then you pick a card but some of these like they might be very like surface level questions so we might have to pick another we don't we aren't in school (laughs) isn't that sad (gasps) describe your perfect day is this really it well you might as well okay (laughs) you wake up in what on your perfect day okay this is my perfect day as of today I would wake up and I would get an iced caramel macchiato because that's my vibe currently Ooh, same I would go on a lake walk yeah with Phoebe of course and some girlfriends and we would just chum it up chit chat enjoy the sun it would be like a crisp 77 and sunny oh love that Mm, that sounds nice Mm mm-hmm Probably like an hour and a half, two hour walk because we always go down. It ends up being about that long. Yeah. Okay, come home, get ready. We would go to Hampton Social and get the crab and shrimp bruschetta. Yeah. Chum it up a little bit more. Some rosé? Yes. On. A little drink? 100% rosé. Oh, that would be a nice pair. Mm. Love that. Mm. And then we might go to the lake, have a little beach day or a pool day. Somewhere mm-hmm. near the water, we'd lay out. We'd have some good music playing. The dogs would be there. All our friends would be there. Dogs. Getting sun-kissed. We'd have some snacks, some brews. Um, then I think I want to go to dinner at Pete's and get a salmon Caesar, mm-hmm. really my vibe lately, a nice crisp glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Ooh, can we see? Can we see? Um, might have an after dinner gin martini. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'd want to go home, sit on the couch. All my friends are here the whole time, just so we're clear. It's a group activity all day. All day. And watch some form of trash reality TV. <sighs> I'm already zenned out thinking about it. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect day. I would love it. Yeah. Mine's damn near that props. It kind of sounds like last Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like you might have had and that recently. <laughs> In the Saturday after that. <laughs> we okay, love that. Yours. Oh. 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 
mine. Start from the beginning. Wake up. You know what? I've also been on an iced caramel macchiato. Only one pump of the syrup because I can't be doing too much these days. It gets a little crazy. It gets a little crazy. Too sweet for me. I'd also, you know what? I, I'm here for like an 82 or 82 degrees. Ooh. Walk. You want to sweat. We want to sweat a little bit. Get I'm trying to there. get it out. You know, we're trying to get it out <laughs> on the walk. Get those arms pumping. On the lake, of course. You know what? I don't have a dog. Can't say I want the dogs. Friends, chum it up. Even a good podcast. You know what? I could maybe do that all by myself and listen to a podcast and Ooh. just enjoy myself. I haven't gotten to do that in a while. I should. Anyways, we move to lunch. A rooftop. Outdoor patio. You know what? Even a feds. Give me a feds. Give me a feds afternoon. Ooh. Give me a bottomless mimosa. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I haven't done that in a while. I, I need a, know. We need a mimosa we day. Need that. Ooh. And then... After, you know what, we're dancing the day away. Feds is playing some bangers. That's what's going on. Then at night, perfect day, perfect day, perfect day. Grilling out. Oh. Hot dogs, brats, burgers. I want to be able to have. Sauerkraut nation, please. <laughs> and chilling with all my friends. Love my it. My friends, once again, all involved except maybe the beginning. We just got to zen out quick. Nice. Get leveled for the day. I like it. That sounds Balls great. Balls to the wall. Yeah. Sounds like the rest of our summer, honestly. Yeah. Sounds like we've been there too. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully you took something from this. Practice positive thinking in a non-toxic way. Please. We'll do the same. As always, please like, rate, subscribe. You guys know the drill. I'm sure you're tired of hearing me say it, but I'm going to do it anyway. We are just number one podcast on Instagram, just one dot podcast on TikTok. We will catch up with you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Just been